0: Welcome to the Sherlock's Weekly Highlights Podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week I'm joined by Tor Cardona, Sherlock's newbie, Lou Huff, and best-selling author, Cook and TV presenter, Jasmine Hensley. Hi. Welcome. 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 How nice to have you. Very nice to be here. So normally on a podcast we start off talking about TV, we're going to start off talking about films. Are you a movie watcher, Jasmine? This topic's
1: not my forte. I am a movie watcher, but I'm more somebody that needs to be kind of told we're going to watch a movie, sit down and watch it, because I'll, I'll find a million other things that need doing first. I know, but when you do, it's a real treat. Oh, it's isn't it a real
0: Well, last night, Lou and I went to, we have a VIP offering at Shared Arts where you pay a monthly or an annual subscription, and you get access to amazing discounts and offers at restaurants and bars and beauty destinations. Anyway, last night, we did a free advanced screening of Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool, at the Olympic Cinema in Barnes, which was so cool. The location itself is absolutely
2: amazing, and I think prime date spot. Yeah, it's that yeah, don't and you? And especially like this time of year, it felt quite yeah. kind of cosy and it quite like New York vibes, quite so farmhouse vibes. Yeah, really it's
0: kind of exposed like cool. brick yeah. and big chandeliers. And that sounds amazing. Yeah, Such a cool venue. Anyway, it was a really cool night. Yeah. and the film—it was Jamie Bell. And Annette Benning. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is sort of 60, falls in love with a man half her age it's a true story oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a true story about gloria graham who was an american movie star and it was really good it was really good it was really sweet you kind of know
2: what's going to happen mm. throughout yeah. the movie but i actually think jamie bell is incredible he was awesome it's really believable and i'm a huge billy elliott fan okay. and yeah i love it um <laughs> and it also had julie walters who's again one of my absolute um, she's kind of she yeah she was
0: funny wasn't she yes but um, anyway yeah, it was really sweet and yeah this is a good and chemistry, chemistry. Definitely, very believable. quite a bit. A bit weird. The only thing I would say is there's quite a lot of snogging between yeah. Annette Benning and Jamie Bell. I was kind of like, okay, I've got the idea <laughs> that, that he's going out with someone double his yeah. age, yeah. and it becomes a bit disconcerting. That would be my criticism. Yeah, a little bit, like a little bit. I was like, I've got it, got it now. But yeah. I reckon that's
3: probably done to make you feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to make yeah. you just you're yes. very aware of this yeah. age gap. Yeah. Very
0: yeah. aware. The, the best scene in it, I thought, I was saying, tomorrow' sitting next Maya. Um, was when they start dancing, the two of them. Yeah. He first meets yeah. her and he goes into this room and she's this really eccentric actress and there's some I can't remember what music on, there's like some really good seventies disco all. Yeah. And they they properly dance in yeah. the middle of the day and it's such a feel good. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice. Like, cool. Anything
1: with dance. dancing in, I think my, my all time favourite film was like um
0: the Aussie movie Strictly Ballroom, with yes. the i and one
1: that anything with dance. No one in
0: this office would have watched that, Jasmine. I know, <laughs> yeah, because they're mom. so young. Well, as are you, I'm sure. <laughs> but I tend to find I'm the only one who's seen that. That's anything. a good movie, and
1: uh, but I think, as you said, that snogging is probably there to get in. Yeah, room. definitely. Yeah. If definitely. you're going in there, being a Jane Bell fan as yeah. well, and oh, you're all for them. You know, oh, why can't you know anyone can have a romance? Yeah. You know, it's, it shouldn't be taboo. But actually, in real life, if you did see a 60-year-old woman snogging a 30-year-old you would kind of yeah. have yeah. a reaction. Yeah, and yeah. you really, you yeah. really see yeah. the, the difference. Anyway, it's a
0: really good film. The other film I wanted to mention was Breathe, which is a film about a man called Robin Cavendish, who, when he was 28, got polio. Mm. And it's the story, um, It's played. he's played by Andrew Garfield. Is he, was he Spider-Man? Superman? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Wonder and, Spider-Man. And <laughs> yes, and Claire Foy <laughs> from uh, The Crown. And she plays his wife. And it's it's about his, well, living with polio and how in those days, when if you got polio, you were in mm. hospital for life. And she fought, well, she basically took him out of hospital mm. and they created this sort of wheelchair with a with a machine that breathed for him. And all the doctors were like, you can't do this, you can't do this, that's crazy. And, and he led this kind of amazing life.
3: Oh, my God, this sounds so and good. And
0: it's a real, it's sort of... A romance. Mm. It's, it's a real love story, you know, in the face of kind of adversity. Yeah. But I cried and cried and cried. My, I mean, I sobbed. Oh. I, I, it was. It really broke my heart. And you kind of know what's going to happen from the beginning. But oh. it, it's one of those things where you know how sad yeah. it's going to be. But what's really clever is it's an English film and it's got an amazing cast and it's also got lots of humour. Yeah. And it has Hugh Bonneville, Tom Hollander playing these twins, um, which is just so clever. But it's a really, I don't know um, I loved it, it's had quite mixed reviews but it's a really amazing story and if you like it kind of, if you like it um, you no, can that's cry, a, yeah, something I think really you like it. My and it's beautifully done. It's an amazing story. I love a true story. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, it reminds me slightly of The Theory of Everything actually, that yes, kind of idea. Yes, it's very
0: similar yeah. to The Theory of Everything but he, you know, yeah, di- yeah, obviously it's, it's very, yeah. it's, it's different. Yeah. Does yeah. um, anyone see Murder on the Orient Express no, yet? No, I really want I really to see want it. Me too. see it He went to the premiere. Oh. Did you? But I didn't
1: actually watch it. <gasps> I went and I, I went. I, well, I saw all the stars on the on the um, red carpet. they're such yeah. a car. That was an amazing. Cast. I, was, yeah. um, I was walking. I had um, Penelope Cruz behind me, and I had <gasps> oh my um, Daisy God. Daisy Ridley. So she was in front in this green chiffon gown. It was all. It was all quite amazing. And then the whole the whole kind of place erupted when. Um,
0: Johnny Depp? Johnny Michelle Depp. Pfeiffer? Cruz, Johnny, Depp. I Depp, I'd mean, seen Michelle
1: Pfeiffer because she is, again, she is showing awesome. my age, Grease um, 2. Grease 2? Oh, Thank you Jasmine. Cool writer. Like <laughs> I mean it's just I know oh, I underrated that film. Absolutely. Um, so I didn't see her, but yeah, Johnny Depp, there's a ripple through the crowd when he came through. So the whole thing took quite a few hours. And it was supposed to start at 7, I think it started till 8. And I also... So what that, time did you get there? You I said it took a few hours, six. doing what? That red carpet thing. Just them all slowly (laughs) arriving. It it was huge. It was the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, wow. So it was 8,000 people (gasps) arriving to watch the film. Then obviously all the crowds. It was freezing. Um, Everyone was running around trying to find each other. And then you got on the red carpet. It was the biggest one I've ever seen in my life. And you
2: still didn't watch the film. That sounds like the time. I know. I hadn't
1: eaten. That's a big no-no in my books. And so I thought, I'm hungry. Um, and this is not starting, and I can't survive on popcorn. So I thought I'm going to go and have some good old Mexican food. So you skip the movie. So Nick, my, my other half, I left him there, um, and he's a big. I mean, honestly, we are a match made in heaven apart from the film thing. Oh. Yeah, he loves films. Um, did he enjoy it? Um, he loved it. Yeah, yeah loved I it. really Indeed. want to see it. Yeah.
3: I actually don't know the story. I feel like one of those films you see and you actually forget who did it. Mm-hmm. Well, I love it. Well, I love anything it. period
1: drama as well. You know, like yeah, yeah that's good. And also yeah. that's yeah, and tw- it's twenties, right?
3: Uh, I think yeah. so.
1: And it's that, and 20s, that, 40s? And that kind rage? of murder I can just about take. I'm not very good at anything harrowing yeah. or... It's going to keep you up at night. Yeah. It no, does look, I, it, I'm it, not, I I look quite side 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 It, I'm amazing, it yeah. is kind of, but you, because it's got the famous actors in it and they're all dressed up, yes. it's, it's a bit like being at the theater. Yeah. 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 a theatre. Yes,
0: it's a bit glitzy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Let's move on from movies to TV. My second non-favourite subject. You're not into TV. I don't have one. What?
3: You haven't got a television? Anywhere in your house. I've got a laptop.
0: Do you watch stuff on your laptop?
3: Like Netflix and stuff?
0: I don't know
1: how to do Netflix.
3: So what happened when your, when your show was on? Did you not watch it? Mm, I went to my friend's
1: house to watch the first one, and that
3: was it. So what do you do when you get how, Like How do you switch off? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh gosh. Do you listen to the radio? Like, do you have like background noise, like radio or music or anything?
1: No. We have got the radio, and I put that on sometimes. I use a lot of Spotify, actually, and playlists. Um, my other half's family always have a radio on in every single room, yeah. even sometimes when they're asleep. So when we lived, when my boyfriend's brother lived with us, the radio was on constantly, like a background noise. Yeah, I quite yeah. like it. Yeah. I think 10 years ago it would have been crazy not to have a TV because so much info came via TV. But now you've obviously got podcasts, um, you've got sheer Lux online, <laughs> you've got all these things. So you mm-hmm. feel like you're part of the a mm-hmm. bigger world mm-hmm. and you have something to kind of... There's
3: so many other ways to consider it. Yeah, okay, exactly. And actually sometimes I get home I do turn the telly on and honestly I can't find anything I want to watch. Yeah. So
0: what about you two? Any TV on this list? Anything you've been uh, watching?
3: Oh my gosh, Nigella, yes. That is my guilty pleasure, watching Nigella. I absolutely love her. Just something, this, it's the most ridiculous program. I mean, Lou, I know you absolutely hate her. I just think, but like, she... Yeah, but it's the whole point. It's the whole point. She was, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. What do you
2: think? I think y- you're so right. Like, that is her market. She is her... I just, I watch her and I find her so irritating.
3: Yeah, but she walks around, had, like her silk kimono. She's like, yeah. oh, just woke up. and must make some emergency brownies. Yeah. As oh, yeah. Get, you know, it's just... I love it. It's really mindless. And she made this, like, fried really sandwich difference. last week. Didn't yes. It. And it looked amazing. It was like... She had some really nice sourdough, and it was like um, brie and parma ham and figs. Anyway, and she got a half frying pan. She put some olive oil, in it and then like a huge. I'm just gonna add some butter as well. So she was frying the sandwich in oil and butter. I mean, it looked amazing, but she's just gluttony, and I love it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> anything I it?
2: else? I basically only watch TV through Google Box. Like that—that that oh, is, is basically how I get my like. Rent. So if you yes. see something
0: you would like on Gogglebox, do you then go and watch it? Then I go the back. Yeah,
2: that's kind of my like. What have I missed this week? What was good? I oh. find a good way to catch up as and well. And also, like, how would I've even known about these programs? Like, they do the weird. so many programs
1: yeah. now because of all the different yeah. channels. But I think our, I think our, our, um, our big thing was we got onto Gogglebox. Oh, yeah. did yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, that was that was the and, big. And
0: look. was that? Did you feel like?
1: I've arrived.
0: I mean, you was know, <laughs> doing that sense of city, but did people take you not take you more seriously? But did things change after that? Um. I don't know if it.
1: I think a lot of people actually message us to say, you're on Google Box right now, they're talking about you right now. So that was really fun. I don't know if it changed anything. I think I remember watching that actually, and they just yeah. didn't know like what a courgette was. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think the funniest thing that came out of it was we did, um, we did fish fingers um, in ground almonds, but also in desiccated coconut. And they were like, is that like a fish finger bounty? <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty oh, funny. And I was like, if brilliant. they had to say anything about us, I'm glad they said yeah. That. that. Yeah, was yeah. so good. I yeah. love Google Box. Yeah. Come Dine with me it was probably the last time I had a TV.
0: And the narrator, I mean, he is come down He is condom- he has come me. down mate, me, yeah. God. Nothing without him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about ways to be more emotionally intelligent. Because when it comes to climbing the career ladder, your IQ matters less than you think. And studies suggest that the biggest factor in your success um, is emotional intelligence, which far outweighs IQ and experience. I was really interested in this because we ran a careers event last mm. week. And one of the speakers stood up and said, 90% of how successful you are, comes down to your communication, absolutely, and only ten percent down <coughs> to your sort of skill mm. and expertise. Well, obviously, it differs on different industries. If what you're a do doctor, that, yeah. you know. As a concept, as an idea, I think it's actually a really interesting one. Mm. Um, and there were some points in this piece that I thought were really valid, like um, perhaps the like empathy. They say that for millennials now, one of the biggest Reasons that they will be loyal to a company is by working for someone that has empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one point: developing people skills, mm-hmm. responding to something, not reacting. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. I like that point. The yeah. listening
2: one, I think, is really interesting as well because I think you think listening sounds really easy—you just listen. Yeah. But I think you can interpret in so many different yeah. ways. You can hear something,
1: you can hear what you want to hear. Yeah,
2: and I think one of the points you could do to practice was basically have a conversation with someone and then they basically relay that story back to you yeah. and see how different that is. Because mm. I think that happens, it's kind of like Chinese whispers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone interprets something <coughs> you in You can be in the same room
1: way. and you both will look back on that experience with a, with yeah. a different edge, depending mm. on what you had for breakfast, did you have an argument yeah. before, before you got there, did you have a phone call that upset you, did, yeah. you, did um, your jumper remind me of someone and yeah. then I'm like, you know it's yeah. there's so many
2: and I think and also levels. you can focus on something that you hear and kind of pick up on a negative point or a mm. positive point and the person that's telling that story really didn't want you to yeah, focus yeah. on that tiny yeah. minor detail
1: and someone can pick up on mm. that and you've read into it you're sensitive to yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, think, I think that was a good point I think the communication thing's really interesting especially today when you know when I was growing up it was all about the grades you know there were so many jobs yeah. you couldn't even go for if you didn't have a degree like you were mm. completely immediately written off yeah. and apprenticeships were like you know, mechanics. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Wasn't yeah, it? or you just didn't get past GCSE level or something. Uh, yeah. No, or, or to, to but didn't really no, they didn't really exist. No, they didn't. An opportunity
0: like that. They wanted you to have you. It was about you on paper, mm. which I, I'm so glad we've moved away from. So mine. I've got a son. I've, I've got three children. My eldest is. She's going to be fine. And my son is. He's. He struggles and he's not gonna find life as easy mm-hmm. in, in terms of schoolwork, I don't mm-hmm. think it's her, mm-hmm. but we know he's not. And I sort of had these ideas when I had a boy that he'd go to this school and he'd mm-hmm. do this and mm-hmm. and actually I'm so happy that the world is yeah. just so yeah. different now yeah. and there are so many opportunities. Yeah. There's a dad at my children's school and he had an amazing education and well at a different route, shall I say? He's now an entrepreneur, he employs a hundred people, he's got a massively successful business. So and I just love the fact that there are just so many opportunities mm-hmm. now and as you were saying it's it was so all about the grades yeah. when, when yeah. we were at school, and it's I about like what, it's like like, such positive not, thing. not just grades,
1: but what they what they decide is the syllabus to teach you. Mm. So it could be actually outdated.
0: Yeah. It's so yeah. outdated, Jasmine. I was thinking this the other day. I so if agree. I was the education minister, they would be learning about Life business and how to code, and they would be learning oh, Chinese, yeah, and cool. they would yeah. be learning mortgages. All that kind of oh, mortgages, yeah. All yeah. I left so just I left, business. Yeah, like yeah, communication. Yeah. How to pitch well. How to Present yourself well. How yeah. to be confident? Yeah. You know, those how are to the things that we should be yeah. teaching our yeah. children. How know. to be
1: confident is really because I, I think what happens in um, in schools as well, and, and and you know, for young people, you get a bit of a label, don't you? Because I mean, yeah. be the first thing that someone says to you, and you, <laughs> one to six years old is the most. You're a sponge, and you really develop your personality. And Schools really? label you so early on. Yes, and, or one to seven, or one. You know, what do they say? Show me a ma- show me an eight year old, and I show you the, the man, or something. Oh, really? It's, between those ages, it's when they develop. Nearly everything. Yeah. So if you get called naughty or mm. a bit slow, or even if you get told you're amazing and then they feel like yeah. no one's saying yeah. it to them anymore, you know, there are so many, mm. so many things. I think it's really, so, yeah. like
0: so. So I so feel that right now. Yeah. I feel like my daughter's class, and my daughter's doing fine, she mm. doesn't find it that difficult, but mm. she's not like, the ch- I feel like already her school I got has a picked out. Yeah. The, She's the one that's always going to be this on stage, yeah. this is the really bright one, this is yeah. the... And it's so interesting that yeah. you say that, yeah. I was not just thinking about that the, like, the yeah. other day. Yeah. 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 You know,
1: um, in Germany they've had things called forest schools, yeah. we've heard of those. Yeah, well, they have, we, have yeah. Them yeah. we have them here. They're, they're starting to gain popularity, my my, nif- my godson goes to one. Um, and they're out there and they're learning about things, because like, we're all about, oh, don't touch that, it's fire, don't go near that, don't... Yeah, yeah. And, they, and then you go to other places, like more third world places, where health and safety is not as much of an option. And, you know, I was on the River Ganges and it's flowing that fast with millions of people. There's no safety net, yeah. nothing. People are just more aware of themselves.
0: I know. And I think you're pretty, mm. pretty my husband's, he's always like, oh, don't do that, you'll fall off. Don't, yeah, yeah. like, I'm their children. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. let them fall off. Them, off. And it's yeah. only because yeah. he cares. I feel that. Sounds. No, no, he's it's he's totally. very caring. But, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think the forest school thing is so interesting. So I so what, know, is, what is a forest school? So there's Sorry. one in, um, there's some in London, but um, they're nursery yeah. schools at, this, the one I know of. Doesn't actually have any premises. No, <laughs> have a they have building. A hut if it literally pours with rain, but or they go. You buy your child an all-in-one. You buy them snow gear, wet weather, thunderstorms, whatever it is. Just stick in the forest. And they just they <laughs> go every day. And yep. there is no classroom. Yeah. And they learn to pee in the woods. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: They've got ruddy little rosy cheeks. They're out in the elements. Oh my. They watch every season happen. They, they're playing with nature, they're getting dirty, because the other thing is, you know, a lot of children are scared of being dirty now as well. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and yeah, they're out there. But how have they learned to like read and write? Oh, the, you, that, that comes question. later. They say it doesn't need to happen until later. Right. I mean, they do learn
0: that. Yeah. They actually learn to read. My children couldn't read until they started school. I remember when she started school and there were other boys at her nursery who could read. I was like, shit, we can't yeah. we can't read. And she can, she nailed it. So actually, it's too yeah. early, and you're right, in Germany, yeah. they don't start school until they're is it seven? Yeah, so this is
1: up, up until so seven. So we start much. Yeah.
0: My mother in laws Austrian, and she's, she thinks it's crazy that our children start school so young. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, you know,
0: trying to contain a four-year-old
1: in a desk, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. concentrating on a board. And they should be interacting with each other. And yeah. that's where the empathy mm-hmm. starts, because
0: it's that mentality of we're in this together, and we need to help each other, yeah. mm-hmm. you
1: know? Yeah, that's absolutely.
0: Well, empathy was a big one on here. And the other one, just to finish on the emotional intelligence piece, was... Um, People skills. Mm. And I remember someone saying to me when I was really young, it's really important and I was it was interning and they said it's really important to get on with someone in the post room or yeah. BMD. And mm. I've always remembered that. I kinda of backed myself that like I could sit next to anyone yeah. mm. and I like to think I would find something to yeah. talk about. And yeah. we talked about this in the networking piece and and the speakers, it was a step up club. They said there's always something you can find, there's always some common ground. Yeah. Well, if you're keen to be more emotionally intelligent. Then check out this article because I thought there were. Yeah, not it's really. No, a good tips In that, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Let's talk about the most Instagram <laughs> food trends around the world because whether you're a burger or a bow bun, not naming any. Names, I do not know what that was then. <laughs> <A> <laughs> kind of girl. Bun. Instagram is the place for food, porn, <laughs> fix, and kittens. Um, I'm oh yeah. my god! I was say, last <laughs> night I spent about well,
3: we well, my boyfriend and I want to get a couple of cats, but we were, we spent about an oh hour last you? night. Oh, do you? Yeah, I know it's really it's a bit sad, I don't know. Yeah, no, I so have a couple of cats and three oh, dogs. Do you? Yeah, and yeah, we're cat so cats,
0: cats, cats, <laughs> food, and interiors. I would say. Yeah, it? interiors. Oh god, I could, I could,
1: interiors more than food for me. Sometimes I don't. Sorry, don't judge me by my job. No, <laughs> um, I love. Inter- I actually studied furniture and product design when oh, I was wow. growing up. Yeah, yeah, so who
2: are your go-to interior?
1: You know, what? I am solid. a proper. If you saw my flat, it is, it's. That's another thing I like to do. I love, I love car boots and stuff. It's a real eclectic mix. Okay. Like I love, I love a lot of the 60s stuff, like really yeah. solid, really well made. Um, and my best friend lives around the corner. She's really into m- much more like Art Deco, Art Nouveau. So it's good because we can go to car boots together and not fight. Yeah, you don't want the same thing. Yeah, and then I love just objects with s- with h- with stories and stuff. So um, I collect a lot. I'm trying to kind of contain that because actually I do think that having. A more chilled mind is having a more chilled home you know yeah. having an, you've got an
0: amazing home doesn't yeah.
1: it? it's it's nuts it's it? it, when they come around and shoot it and they kind of you know artfully place a few things i'm thinking wow my house looks great but yeah. actually <laughs> the everything else goes back on top again well, that's um, the way. so yeah interiors is for me a way of just getting lost food i love but it just mm. makes you hungry so it's I not know. something yeah. you can look at to wind what down the, what
0: are the pictures food-wise that you see to me, it's anything Asian, like dim sum. Yes. I mean that, or like a yeah something with noodles, mm. like hot food. Yeah, freshly made hot food. Yeah. I think the thing
1: that would also get me on a Saturday night is ever since Instagram makes you look at those videos on the feed, like BuzzFeed, but the food ones. Yeah, and it's and it's street markets in Asia yeah. with these skills of like turning yeah. this kind of gloopy mess into like a huge, you know, batch of that and that, and then they chop. I mean, when you think that in in. In Japan, they hand cut buckwheat noodles. It takes 30 years <gasps> to become a master in that. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? that's the art of slow. You wow. know, that's the <laughs> art of actually mastering something. I guess like the whole flour arranging and everything. So they hand cut those things.
0: That's crazy. Mm. Mm. What are the food trends that you two go for? What Foods things I call. love, I love looking at. Yeah, what do you see? And then you just think, what What does... Oh, mine is always like puddings. Oh, oh no, mine's, yeah. Yeah. mine's like.
2: Or pasta. a mac and cheese or
3: a. Cho- um, pe- like hot carbs. Mm, that doesn't. Yes. Please. Yeah. So yeah. actually, my, pictures my or do you like the videos? videos? Both. I, I think I prefer pictures actually. Oh, I really? You yeah, like the finished project? Product. The finished product. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all Perfect. But you know, exactly. I would never
2: take a picture of my food, or like when I'd go to a restaurant. Like, you know, some people like they're not eat anything and take pictures. I am that person. Are you? Yeah. yeah, yeah
0: unfortunately. Not I tried but time. they always at crap. Yeah. I tried to do yeah. it on Sunday with scotch egg, and yeah. everyone was like, "No." Yeah, i, I could never make it. Just eating. Like. This is not good. Yeah. If you're
1: going to do it, go out for lunch when there's daylight because the evening yeah. is just not the time to be <laughs> yeah. doing yeah. it. And also, if you're flashing and holding something yeah. up, your neighbours are like,
0: "Yeah, stop it." Who is this idiot? Exactly. And what about puddings? What kind of puddings do you go for?
1: I'm stodgy. Are you? Yeah, I like. I like hot puddings, custards, kind of old fashioned type things, yeah. and I like pastries, but just really yeah. that at the croissant level, not those kind Nothing of French spicy. dessert-y, oh yeah, no, I hate this. anything too sweet. I've got a sweet tooth, but if it's too sweet, it's an instant yeah. turn-off. Okay.
2: Me. good question, it's so simple. I mm. love like a sticky
1: toffee pudding. Yeah. Oh, oh, private, oh pudding. yes, yes. Sticky toffee. it would be oh. heaven. It would be that above mousses. And oh yeah, oh, yeah. That. yeah like fussy yeah. things. Yeah. It has yeah. to be really,
0: yeah, for me it's yeah. a sticky toffee or a hot chocolate fondant. Oh my god, oh, yeah. yeah. That is, that is my yeah. like desert island dish. And I'm not a real pudding girl, and I actually love sorbet, so if I'm not, yeah. yeah. I, I often have yeah. sorbet just Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. oh mean, that's not me, cleanse my palate. the sorbet's not me. But yeah. If I see a hot chocolate fondant, oh, I'm like all over it. Have you yeah. ever been to
2: the chapel in Bruton? No. Oh, amazing, amazing oh, really? um, hotel restaurant, and I had the, their chocolate fondant with like salted caramel.
1: Oh, oh I was about to say, it's pistachio salt. and salted caramel. Oh, oh. Now that the people are into the salt with the chocolate, that's really good for me, because... Usually the fondants were always too sweet, you know, and they just go in there with the one level sweetness. Yeah, yeah. And now they're they're putting the salty caramel oh and the, the burnt flavors in there. That's it's it, the, the best balance. It is. It is. Out. It is just yeah. so mm-hmm.
0: good. A pistachio ice cream goes oh, really I well love love the ice cream. Ice cream, yes. <laughs> So on the subject of sweet teeth, um, we're going to talk about the dentist because for as long as we can remember, we've had it drummed into us that you have to go to the dentist every six months. But as this piece, Tori, you eat this piece. I, did this I piece. love this piece. <laughs> I well, um. It, it, Potentially, it's not. It's not the case. I was intrigued to find
3: out, and actually writing this, speaking to everyone in the office and friends, and and everyone said, "Oh my god, I actually haven't been to the dentist for like for so long." And I think I don't know. People just don't go anymore.
0: So expensive, and I don't know if
3: it's expensive. And I don't know if maybe now you know everyone's using amazing toothbrushes, or there's better toothpaste, or we just have better oral hygiene. But you know, I have no problem with my teeth, or I don't think so, Josh would. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lee, when's the last time you went to the dentist? I actually went uh, very
2: recently okay, because I hadn't been in ages, um, and she was like, "When was last time came?" And I think I was like, "Oh." I was quite embarrassed, but I was like, I think it's like
3: three years or something like
2: that. And she did. I had the x-rays and she kind of went through everything. She was like, oh, this is area you need to look out, blah, blah, oh, blah. so
3: what was, what was your issues? No,
2: them. no issues. But she was like, there's an area of concern. So like, come back in six months and we'll see if anything's developed. Well, there you go. Come back in six um, months to spend more money. But like, then I did go to the hygienist and she really <gasps> got involved.
0: Oh, I no, I really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sore. Yeah. It, it was really I'm sore. such a wimp in the hygienist. Yeah. But I felt much better coming away from it. Yeah. But I think as well as a generation... We are better about our teeth, so I think you know my parents' generation. They didn't have great teeth. They didn't floss much. Mm. They didn't use electric toothbrushes, yeah. and I think and there they was had a lot of fluoride diet. put
1: into our water at one point as well. And my other half was saying he had to take fluoride tablets when he was young because really? that was a thing to keep your teeth strong. I really and now do. they've now they've stopped it. So the teeth thing is actually really interesting because when I you've got good teeth,
3: I wanted to ask you about your tongue. Tongue scraper. Yeah. So
1: this kind of leads into a lot of this. One of the first books that really made me look at um, nutrition was a book called um, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. And it was a guy. Have you ever heard of Western A. Price? No. It was like a foundation. It's, um, uh, they do conferences once a year in the UK. So he was a dentist in the 40s. And he and his wife couldn't understand why people were coming with worse and worse teeth even though dentistry and hi- oral hygiene had been introduced. And he realized it was because of diet. So he went traveling all around the world to kind of lots of tribe, you know, lots, lots of um, third world places or people that weren't you know, um, even using toothbrushes and things. And he had loads of pictures of them where they're holding their mouths open and there was no crossing over of teeth and no, um, no uh, holes, no, they didn't, yeah, need fillings. Yeah. they didn't need fillings. And it's like, how can this possibly be? These people don't even brush their teeth. And it's because they, ha- they were eating their diet, their, their kind of the most natural diet. Yeah. There was no white flour, no white sugar, none of that kind of stuff, and so yeah. yeah. So quickly, if if your diet's not good, it weakens the teeth, mm-hmm. and therefore, yes, if you've got food stuck or mm. you know, it can or, or or your teeth start crossing over and they start aggravating each other, then it's a then it's a big problem. Yeah. So um, that was really interesting. And then in Ayurveda, which is what this book's kind of about, is um, kind of about is about, um, they have a whole thing about teeth. So they oil pull. So that uh, that came yeah, to be fashionable, yeah, yeah. didn't yes. it, a while back? So. So in the you know in the West we we're so on about cleaning our teeth, but we don't think about our tongue or our mouth. And so they oil pull and they tongue scrape. And I've been tongue scraping for like eight years. And I should have brought one. Oh my god! And it's just a piece of metal, and it yeah. sounds awful. So I've really I feel it like the I can picture it. Yeah. It's you just well, so I was talking about this the other day at um, some of those things that cuts teeth, yeah. Yeah, A little bit, but you kind of it's really it tickles your tongue. So I've called it the tongue tingler. And um, I was talking about this, and I said to a massive audience of like four hundred people, "Who does it?" And five people put their hands up. Yeah. And later, one of the ladies came to see me, and she's um, she's been doing it all of her life, but she works for this dentist association, and it just doesn't take off. So the dentists all sell these things, but no one's done a campaign no on it. Oh, but what do they achieve? It basically cleans your tongue. So you know how you um, you know how you brush your teeth after you've had dinner and go before you go to bed, and then you wake up and your mouth's a bit furry, and yeah. thinking. Why is it furry? I have brushed my teeth. Like I are not <laughs> Exactly, because all your body is literally it's another area that your body kicks out stuff. You know? So you kind of know, you know in Chinese tradi- you know, traditional Chinese medicine in Ayurveda they can look at your tongue and they can see just by the shape of it, the colour of it, anything on top, any film on top. They can tell what's happening in your body
0: really fascinating.
1: Yeah,
3: and it is. So. I, every morning, whenever I brush my teeth, I always brush my tongue with my toothbrush. Don't do that. Is that really bad? Yes. Yeah, so, so
1: basically your teeth are hard, <laughs> so you want something I soft to clean so them. I get so many
0: people do that. So many people do, do it. Because the they can
1: feel it furry. It's alright, but it doesn't really clean it. It kind of moves it around. Right. Oh, so yeah. you've got hard teeth, you want the soft brush, you've got a soft tongue, you need this hard kind of scraper. Where down. can we buy a tongue
0: scraper, Jasmine?
1: Oh, They're the cheapest chips. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon, here I come. <laughs>
0: One of the things I did think was really interesting about this piece was, that actually the hygienist it seems is more important than yeah. the dentist. And flossing is just so important. Interestingly, I don't use, electric toothbrush. I use mm. an electric toothbrush. Do you an electric toothbrush? I I do and I don't.
1: It depends if I've bothered to get a replaceable head on mm. yeah. off. So, yeah. I just find, go
0: by. I just find time wise I don't really have time. I floss every day really do you? regularly. I never yeah. and it. I went to the hygienist a few years ago, having never really been, and they attacked me, and I'm still scarred by it. Yeah. But since then, I've been going back regularly, and every time I go out, I'm, like, I'm still not using an electric toothbrush. Please don't make me. I just don't really have time. But I do brush and floss every yeah. day, mm. and they said actually your teeth health is really good, yeah. and the yeah. flossing, and that just go, that ties in with yeah. what you wrote in this article. Yeah. That actually, flossing is really important. Yeah. The other thing I took away from this is that really the dentist is more. Once a year, unless you've got problems with your teeth, yeah. it's kind of mm. sufficient. That was quite nice to hear. Yeah. When someone's
2: got a good smile, good teeth,
0: absolutely,
3: they look,
2: it's like those Hollywoods. Mm. I love
0: those Hollywood before and after teeth pictures. Yes. If you I search love top them. Tom Cruise. Yeah, check out his teeth. Yeah. His teeth. They were, were horrendous. Awful. But awful. it really, it really counts. Yeah. It's amazing how we yeah. don't prioritise it. We just spend money on our credit cards, on mm. clothes, but not our teeth. Mm. Actually,
1: I think more, we're more now, especially because of things like you know this online information. We're just a lot more savvy about. You know what, what it means, you know? Mm-hmm. Before we weren't aware that you could do little tips and tricks at home and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, if you've got bleeding gums, you know, that means you have, there's something, you know, yeah. your body's telling you something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all in all, just more aware.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, let's talk about skincare rules. This is another great piece, tour that I think came from you. Yes. Um, via yes. Debbie <laughs> Thomas, yep. who is a skincare expert and founder mm-hmm. of the Debbie Thomas Clinic. And it was her golden rules for a glowing complexion. I thought there were some really interesting things on here. Silk pillowcases. I feel you just have to take seriously now because the amount of people who wax lyrical mm. about a silk pillowcase.
3: Mm. I'd like to try this. Yeah. Yes. I actually went to see, um, last week, she's a big um, doctor, cosmetic doctor in L.A. called Nurse Jamie. You might have heard oh, of her. Oh yes. Did um, you go and see her? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, just to have a chat. And I, whenever I meet these people I always say, look at my face, be honest, tell me you know, what am I doing wrong? How am I going to age? And the first thing she said was like... I know what side of your face you sleep on. Yeah, I was like, oh god. That's amazing. So it says here that over
0: time, squishing your face into a coffin yeah. pillowcase will have lasting effects leading to drooping and a more lacklustre skin tone. It's just amazing how many credible people rate a mm. silk yeah. pillowcase. Yeah, so I
1: remember literally reading about the silk pillowcases years and years ago. But I actually I did too, made so myself. It was yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think I even knew where to get a silk pillowcase yeah. at the time. Do you know? I I have a Super King duvet, which I got a week and a half ago, and it's changed my life. Yeah, absolutely changed my life. And I basically have been stalking TK Maxx for three weeks because. Bedding is really expensive. Yeah. TK really Maxx bedding is
0: so good. I've oh got a lot of my God. stuff there. Is it sheets? You're talking.
1: Um, I just need a duvet and pillowcases right. because I've still Secret got. Secret Linen
0: Store, hello. I oh,
1: don't know about this.
0: They, they've supplied the white company, the best companies for years and years and years. Have I, I came and across that They've one. undercut cheaper prices than the white company. I've incredible quality. I've got 400 thread count. It's like Super oh, on Oh, so wow. It's amazing. And it's cheaper than anywhere else. I really rate them. You can get so much. The linen before you buy it. Oh, that's
1: nice. So mine it is 400 is. and cost me 34.99. From TK Maxx. From But I, I mean, I spent a lot of online hours sorting yeah. this. And yeah. I actually went to the Brixton store and the Kingston store and everything. But um, one of my friends in New York, she's an interior I mean, she's got the nice, most incredible house. And I was like, where's your bedding from? She said it was from, I don't remember what it was now. One of those places you'd never find if you Googled for the rest of your life. Yeah. And it was like 350 quid for the duvet oh. cover. And
0: I thought, yeah, forget it. Gonna, forget yeah. It. yeah, So we talked about silk pillowcases. Other rules from the dermatologist were, Forget face wipes, they're really, really really, really bad for you. Um, Beware of intense exercise, Mm -hmm. God, I was not happy to hear. Um, Get tested for food intolerances, that's key for a healthy What do they say about the the exercise? Is it the
3: jumping up and down gravity? Exactly, yeah. And also being exposed to elements and stuff. If Mm you ever
0: watch
1: anyone running or doing trampoline or anything in slow-mo, you really can see what the body is doing.
3: I know. When I run, I can feel like
1: yeah. my face. But know, it that makes it bit but so good. If you change the way you run, that will stop as well. Yeah. So true. I did. I learnt barefoot running, and any weird niggles I had completely went because we taught we run like this in trainers that are built up, which means then that all of our joints at the wrong angle, mm. so we jolt all the way through. But if you run like they do, mm. where in barefoot countries, so if you watch a lot of the kind of Kenyans and the Ethiopians, mm. they cut. It's more of a jumpy thing, yeah. and the body.
0: Mm.
1: I ran. I can run so much longer doing this. New but where
0: are you going barefoot on the treadmill and you the just gym, use,
1: maybe? no you use barefoot. Oh, they look like, the, 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 your feet are like the socks. Oh, I see. So Those ones?
0: Those very thin soles. They're good, but yeah. you've got
1: to have that-shaped feet.
0: Oh, but I you feel can, like... moving. Yeah. Yeah. No, no.
1: I just use something... Uh, my, my friends have come called Vivo Barefoot, and it's just a, a that's super thin, so you can thin feel. Thin so so, so, so they say, actually, actually oh, proprioception. That. you want to feel... So it's actually really nice. If you run where there's, um, you know, in the, the, the crossings, and they've got them for the blind people. Yeah. Oh, it's like a foot massage. It's yeah. gorgeous. Wow. And then I've got a friend who, um, Tony, he does something called rewilding. And he says everything. Most of your problems start with your feet. So if your big toe is in the wrong thing, if, so a lot of us roll like this, mm. and that goes straight up into the knees, straight up into the hips, straight up, you know, all the way through the body. And if your hips are wrong, your jaw's wrong. Everything. So what, what's,
3: what's in it? What, what is he? Rewilding. Doing? Rewilding. I don't yeah. Think.
1: Have Gosh, a look at I that. Want to
0: try. I want to try. It's, running
1: in a. You should get Tony to come in here because yeah. it will change. It's yeah. incredible. Love yeah.
0: that. Um, so yes, the other thing, the other golden mm. rule was to get tested for food intolerances. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. I've never been tested. I'd love to know if there's anything. I the tests problem, are much yeah. better I'm now. Sure there, much sure much
1: better. Before it was a real hit and miss with food testing, mm. but now. I
3: I, I had one a few years ago because my skin was not. This must have been eight. Eight nine years ago um, but I had like a candida problem in my mm-hmm. tummy and my skin it was just I mean it went nuts and I knew something was wrong so I watched it find that I had a yeast overgrowth in my tummy so mm. I had to cut out like everything and did it work
0: yeah and do you ever have that again now no the other things the other points she mentioned were never popping your sports we obviously know about that um using retinol and investing in the right brand. I was interested to see that she pulled out neostrata which is a brand that I feel like a lot of people rave about. It's a really good have brand. Yeah, I have that was
2: one that I was like, "Oh, we need to look into
0: that." Yes, we do. Neostrata, um, MediDerm is obviously great. Medicaid, Bio Effects. Um, so there were some really great new tips in there, yeah. which I think cool. was was um, was really nice. What are your rules um, when it comes to skincare? You've got pretty amazing skin. Thank you. It's crystal clear, yeah. Jasmine. I, what's the what's
1: the secret? I would say I'm just saying be careful of cleansing brushes. Um, I. Definitely inside out. What you, how you feel, how you sleep. I think the cheapest things are those because I know there's a lot of creams out there and there's a lot of names. I'm not going to name them, but they were like you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds. But actually, they didn't particularly do anything, or the stuff they put in was you know because sometimes you can make your skin. There was my friend bought this sachet. She was going, oh my god, guys, you've got to use this. And I used it, and in two days I saw the difference. But you're thinking, how is it getting that? Is it just Pulling Wait, all your skin off. You what was it like a mask? Or it was a little. Sa- it was a, It was a sachet. It was a tester of this new product that she found that was supposed to be amazing. She a jazz honestly try it. and I tried it two or three times. And I was thinking, how could it be that effective in three days? What is it doing to my yeah. skin? So I think there's some things that you can do in health that have a massive effect, but at what cost? Yeah. So I'm always conscious of that kind of thing. So what do you do? What do you do um, on your skin? I use a lot of oils, which I'm glad is like became fashionable a few years ago, because you know when I was growing, in Dirty Dancing days, you <laughs> stripped everything, you know, yeah, it was God, all about this cleansing, toning. <gasps> the exfoliating, the, the tonic oh God. God. Do you remember the yeah. tonic? Oh and you literally used to so squeak strong. at yeah. the end. And I've always, my skin's always been on the dry side. Like, I, I'm, yeah. hair and, yeah, I mean, we talk about in this book, is there's types. And so my body wants moisture and it wants oil and stuff. So I use a lot of oil cleansers. Um, Any brands that you recommend? I stick to more natural stuff. I'd say there's there's some that have, you know, started to harness the power of the plants in a more technological way, so things like 12 and Tata Harper and stuff like that.
3: I love Tata Harper. Um,
1: Another one who's really good, and I forget her name. She makes the Blue Cocoon. That's a really nice... Not May
3: Lindstrom. May Lindstrom,
1: super expensive, but if I feel like I need something. And then Alexandra Soverell, who brought out a book on the same day that's me, I I really rate her stuff, I think, um, and also the the techniques that she uses on the face. She does a lot of the massage stuff. She taught me once that you should never pull like this because the skin here on the neck So delicate. Yeah, Yeah. always go this way, and she's really into the face brushing, so I was was really interested to see that. The other one is so. Do you face brush every now and again? Yes. So she's got two little brushes, and you just kind of run them over your skin, and I just find them much less tough than a flannel or any of those actual micro beads or. um You know,
3: I think these. When I said cleansing brush, I meant though like a Clarisonic.
1: Oh, and like an electric t- toothbrush on yeah, her face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, not like a gentle... Again, like, you know, so easy to overdo. So, exactly. lot, you know, a lot of these toothbrushes and things are timed. Yeah. And everyone's like, but more is more, right? Yeah. You know, so they'll yeah. go for it. And they're just stripping mm. and your yeah. body doesn't... It's trying to fight it. Mm. Especially if you live in, you know, in the winter when it's already harsh or you've been in the sun a lot, it's, mm. your skin's fighting quite a lot. I find
2: that my skin is completely different if I've, like, gone to the countryside for the weekend or by the sea.
1: Or if I've like, been in London. Or the oh, the well. sea, it feels great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the sea, the sea, and a bit of sun. Yeah. I, definitely, I definitely rate a bit of sun.
0: Yeah. It's nice that say you say it. that. Yeah. That's, it's mm. refreshing because yeah.
1: actually we do need vitamin D. We do. Yeah.
0: And, and, and it can really clear up, you know, if you have, I have eczema yeah. and God, oh. I don't get out there and burn. I used to have that. Nothing like I used it. to have eczema
1: and the minute I was in the sun and the minute I went into the sea. Yeah. All those minerals and nutrients in the sea.
0: Natural living. Yeah. And any other rules when it comes to beauty, your regime? What do you? Were strict mean? sort of cleanse tone. Are there any
3: like?
0: I won't go to bed in my makeup.
1: That's no. that's been something for years. But
3: are there any good kind of like vegan or cruelty free
1: makeup brands you really rate? The one I'm really rating at the moment is Inica. Inica, yeah,
3: I've heard of it. So Inica. it's an Australian yeah,
1: one, yeah, yeah. and they do a really good. Don't look at my mascara. I did it in the car over here. <laughs> Um They do a really good mascara. So there's a couple of other. I just had a chat with this woman about it, and and for so long, natural beauty has been of rubbish. Yeah, you know, it's either looks like it's out of the 90s, but not in a good way, um, with lots of glitter and yeah. these kind of you know this hempy look, terrible packaging, and basically doesn't work. And now it's really good. I feel yeah. like content beauty. You yeah, you walk in I there, it's content. a treasure, yeah. treasure I feel
0: yeah, I feel like there's a real sort of revival. Yeah. There is mm, for, for natural beauty. Yeah, and and Suddenly there's a real change happening. Yes. And, and lots of people like you are saying, yeah. oh, it's finally good.
1: Mm. It's yeah. finally good. So you can, yeah. there's like this. They've got an incredible bronzer. Um, and then you've got Absolution lipsticks that come out and all mm. these, and you've got Cure Bazaar, so you can have all the fashion Cure Bazaar's colours. Cure Bazaar really cool. Yeah, that's that cool nail brand. Mm. Mm. You, you recognize the packaging, it's all kind of like cruelty free yeah. and stuff. And the fact that I've met someone in a cafe and they pull them out and we start doing our nails it doesn't smell, I mean, yes. it just goes to show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even when you're inhaling that, yes.
0: you know. It's, yeah, potent. What about your hair? That We wrote a piece on 12 tips for faking thicker hair. Mm. Um, I love this. I, I sort of I looked at it and I thought, oh, it's another hair piece, and how different is it going to be? But I felt like I really got something new from it. Obviously, be wary of heat. There are some great products out there. Kerastase, lots of um, good products. But I like the tips, like keep your hair short, mm. try two-toning it, try a side parting. Side parting, I found really interesting. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna I tried doing. I do use a bit of side parting. I think now. your hair goes quite flat when it's a center parting. Mm. Mm. One's hair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean,
1: it depends. Like for me, it's if I throw my head upside down, it becomes a bush. Yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of those tips to kind of get the. And I think the texturizers that you know, the salt sprays and that kind of thing, have been really um, good because you you know back in the day you wanted a beehive you'd literally construct it wouldn't you? And now it can kind of have its own lift. But um, all makeup artists in the middle of the day will make you throw your head upside down and kind of do this, and you'll get you'll get height again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Any other hair tips, rules? What do you use? Um, I think
1: don't strip your scalp. I think that's like I'm I'm watching people now talk about it as if it's a, a thing. Whereas I've heard about this years ago, you know, that they were selling you shampoos that would strip it and then you would need to buy all these other products to put the goodness back in. So I reckon go for then more natural shampoos, which uh, again, it takes some time to shift because they don't foam up. Yeah. And you're used to this kind of feeling. I, like I know I like a good foam. Yeah. Just, and then yeah. I have to use more. Because yeah. Like, oh, it hasn't yeah, foamed. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I haven't cleaned my scalp. Yeah. I think one of the things as well is if you don't use a lot of product on it, then only clean your scalp. Don't clean the hair as well. Yeah. That's the one rule I have always say yeah. is never, you should yeah. never shampoo your ends.
3: Oh really? Just do yeah. When you scrub your scalp, and yeah. when it rinses out, it, it will gets, naturally yeah, it will go naturally. over your ends. But then I also that you she should shampoo twice. Do like a little mini one
2: at the beginning, mm-hmm. which then starts to the it, yeah. and then you do another one, which then gets rid of it. Because
1: if it like if you've got long hair, it's all kind of run down through your hair, and then yeah. you just wash that out. But I would say um, I don't dry my hair, and you know my my hair used to be wrecked from modelling because obviously it's been blow dried and pulled. In fact, oh, here it was just a broken mess. And so one of the first things I did when I stopped modelling was cut it short, and it was just so nice to like mm. have a shower and feel this thick end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I guess the haircut is, obviously yeah. priceless. the haircut. <laughs> I mean, I
0: think that's the one, isn't it? One of the tips was um, that I think that's the thing to, th- to. I think that's the thing to finish on, isn't it? Yeah. Cut your hair short. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to look thicker. There's nothing worse than really straggly long hair <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. as you get older. Um, and also, yeah, <laughs> invest in a good haircut. I yeah. find it baffling how little. I always say this: baffling how little some people on a yeah, yeah, yeah. While we wear our hair. So Jasmine, <laughs> let's talk about you. I mean, how did you? You mentioned modelling. You've mentioned a degree in, in furniture product design, design. Although I didn't graduate.
1: You didn't? I finish. didn't graduate. No, and that's well, as we were talking earlier. The modelling had taken off. I was working as a scenic artist in Vauxhall, so I was doing backdrops and sets for stuff. And suddenly I had too much on my plate, and I had six months to go. And I went to see my head of year. And I said, I don't know what to do. I, I think I had a sty at the time. I was so stressed out and um, run down. They said, Jazz, I'm head of the department at Kingston. It's one of the best places for furniture and product design art. and art. I don't have a degree. And I was like, okay. Hmm, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. But I, so I, you, you know, left. So I left and I went into modelling, travelled the world. And then, um, and then obviously as a model, you become very conscious of what you eat and what you do and how it makes you feel. And, um, and I wasn't a couture fashion model, so I didn't have to be a certain measurement. I think I was measured once in my life it's nice to hear maybe actually it? i'll say i was measured more actually if something was made to, to fit me but not measured Fair as enough has yeah. she mm. changed what is she you know um but you know it was apparent that certain days your skin wouldn't be good your energy levels were terrible you wouldn't have the right mood and you know unlike walking into an office where maybe you've got friends and they're like oh god tor just today i'm just having a bit of a rough one you know and tor will be like, oh I'll leave, I'll leave you alone you know, when you're a <laughs> model and you're walking on a set, it's a new group every model, day. Yeah. Like, I couldn't come in and go, Guys, I'm having a really shit day, by the way. Hi, yeah. oh, nice to meet you. You know, so I yeah. had to like Always bring to it. be on form. Yeah. Always yeah. on form. And also, the first person you'll blame if the shoot doesn't go well is a model. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. And you are the one, the center of attention all day. So if you start yawning, but everyone starts yawning. Yeah. yawning. So yeah, I basically got into, um, start to read stuff. And I mean, I was reading about sugar like 15 years ago. So the stuff we know now about sugar and fat. I knew then, but it wasn't, you know, the mainstream idea was low calorie, go to the gym and work it out, eat low fat food. And um, weirdly, it was almost like a yeah, it was salads. It was like women eat tuna salads mm-hmm. and men eat tuna bagels. It was that kind of like <laughs> idea, you know? Yeah. Um, and I come from a Filipino background where it was all stewy and one potty. And, you know, we ate meat on the bone and we ate the skin on the chicken. And we always had full fat milk and Vitalite, again, these guys might not know it, <laughs> came in. And my dad was like, what the hell is this? Get it out. And so um, that really made me kind of look at all the different kind of philosophies out there. And one of them I came across was Ayurveda, which was like, whoa, you know, I wasn't ready for that kind of language. And then through... And
0: just tell us what for it is. people that don't... Uh, yeah. How can you summarize Ayurveda? Because it's oh, quite it's, complicated yeah. with the doshas and mm. the... Uh. So very quickly, um, Ayur
1: means um, uh, life and Veda means knowledge or science. So it's the knowledge or science of life. So it basically comes from the same roots as yoga. So it's a way of, int- of, of tuning in with yourself in your environment as to your needs. So the idea with Ayurveda is that you're constantly on a little bit of a rebalance. So, you know, you have the full-on um, um, chocolate fondant molten thing, and you know exactly how to balance that the next day. So it's not about, it's not a diet. It's just you kind of recognize that if you've had something sweet and heavy and hot and chocolatey and thingy late at night, maybe the next night you don't want to have something so heavy so your sleep is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Or, yes, it makes total sense. sense. I mean, it's, it's, as, it's as simple as if you're hot, take off your jumper, if you're yeah, cold, yeah. you're back on. So it becomes this intuitive knowledge. And also it's all about the herbs and the spices. So using nature's medicine cabinet. So you know that in India, it, you know, there's spices in everything. And the food we know today, they've gone and it's it's very extreme of the spices. And that's why Indian food has that kind of in-your-face Explosion. flavor. Loads yeah. and loads of chili. But actually Ayurvedic food is really gentle. You know, you can, it's it's... We call, you can call it a curry, but it's not curry. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a curry you can feed your kid. Yeah. And so it's about comfort, one pot, ease to digest. So so right now we're talking about mental health, emotional health, as well as physical. We realize it's gone beyond the physical. You know, just because you've got six-pack doesn't make you healthy. Yeah. You know? But Ayurveda and Eastern medicine has been talking about that for thousands and thousands of years. They were like, you know, they, they're probably laughing at us, obsessing about <laughs> our physique, yeah. you know. And they recognize, yeah. And they're probably all really the perfect yeah. right size and living to yeah. them, I living mean, along life. You can't You almost can't say that now because the Western influence has gone around the world. You yeah. know, and, and it was really interesting, I was filming some videos out there and I said to the guys, like, what's your favorite out of these two dishes? And her, the older crew were like, you know, they're very much about their mother's cooking. I have this and when I make it at home, I do this. The younger crew were like, "I don't eat that, I eat burgers. Oh,
0: shame. Yeah, That's so, so sad. Yeah, Really
1: interesting to watch that. Even in the Philippines, when I went there when I was nine, everyone's making their own food. When I went there at 30, they wanted to basically give me American fast food. They were so really? proud that they had it. Really? Yeah. So That's their mark, like wow. they've made it in the world. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and so I brought over some Percy pigs and they were like, <laughs> next. <laughs> so when I was given like sweeties when I was young, it was like, you could have three today. Yeah. And you spaced it out because you know when the next packet of sweets came. Yeah. So yeah, Ayurveda is, it's, I mean, this is primarily a cookbook, but I talk about understanding but there's the doctions.
0: There's quite a lot in there before the recipes yes, start. Yes. I mean, in break the, in, it down for you and the guidelines and what yes, need, you need. Can I ask a question? So you're the doshas,
3: you're one of three or a mix of three. You're always a mix of three. You're always a mix of three. Yeah. And how I really want to know what I am, how do I find that out?
1: So, you, so you're a mix of three and you want to know which one is predominant in you, so which, one, which, which of your tendencies you're more of. So you can go, um, you can see an Ayurvedic doctor, which is called a Vaidya, and they'll give you the most accurate one they'll they'll literally look at your face you know the same way that woman said i know which side you sleep on yeah, oh God, they yeah. can see everything wow. even by the way you talk so i'd walk into this room they instantly know that vata is my predominant um dosha because i speak really fast i've moved my hands and i jump from subject to subject so oh, that's actually,
3: I'm, i speak really fast maybe i'm Vata as well
1: so what so what's <laughs> interesting is you are probably a predominant dosha but then your environment also affects you so mm-hmm. london is very vata It's stimulating. It's 100 miles per hour. Everyone wants everything yesterday. Mm. You know, you meet a million people in a day. So (coughs) you might be kapha, which is much more laid back Mm -hmm. and chilled out. But if you are in a job that's requiring you to be vata, you might have to look after your vata tendencies. So for me, going and doing ashtanga or bikram or competitive sport or running is not going to help me it's, it's, it's overstimulating me you need to be doing i need together. to be doing grounding chilled mm-hmm. out stuff whereas a cafe person who is super laid back they're the ones that can have they coffee and chilly. they need to get up and then get up and get going and then the peter types are like the very type a leadership types they're very like um you know um they can get very hot under the collar and a bit you know, they get peed off if people don't get what they're they're into, if they become very aggravated. So they also need to be careful of competitive sports, coffee, cat you know. God, that last one sounds very familiar. <coughs> well obviously Probably, London probably bits
0: of everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah.
1: So you can you, you recognise when you're feeling coffee, you recognise when you're feeling vata, you recognise when you're feeling pizza. So everyone has each of those elements. Everyone has them. all of them.
0: Yeah and then and then you need via your diet and yeah, how so you, for cooks, example, you need to eat, balance those. Um, this soup. So if I'm,
1: if I'm feeling very varta so I'm I'm gonna come home tonight, I'll have I've done three or four interviews, I'll be really spaced out then add kind of extra egg yolks or or, or something unctuous and, you know, sweetness and fats are really good at grounding you. So you're balancing your body with the foods you eat every day, yeah. Which just makes
2: total sense. Like, I think with everything, when you hear about your diet or beauty or lifestyle regime, when you talk about balance, it just seems to make so much more sense, Mm, like you're not kind of focusing just on one thing. Look at everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. And what are some simple ways? If anyone's listening, mm. I mean, obviously there is the book. Which I has hope g- people are listening. So, <laughs> for people and for people who are listening, oh, spiced okra with cream. I oh, love I okra. Love I okra. Love oh, okra. I'm su- oh, really. I'm such There's five okra. people in this room, and three of us love okra. I, I, I love okra. It's so underrated, and I, I like it. and I love it just roasted in the oven. It's oh, so, so good. Right.
1: So okay, good it's very good for snack. women, very good for women as really? well. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. really good, just roasted in the oven, yeah. I think. And I have to say, there, there seem to be so many recipes Yeah, yeah. yeah. A book I said same. I was really really nice. doing 18, I did 140. You're wow, I mean, you're <laughs> definitely getting your money's worth, that's for sure. But if you're listening and you think, right, that makes sense, Yeah. balancing your body with the foods you eat, depending yeah. on your mood and, and your circumstances and your environment, what are the simple ways to have a more sort of Ayur-
1: Ayurvedic, Ayurvedic lifestyle? lifestyle. Um, I think introduce more herbs and spices into your everyday. So obviously herbs and spices can have a massive impact to the, to the, to the point where some doctors will tell you it's contraindicative of certain drugs, you know, so don't overdo this when you're having that. But if you put a little bit in your food every day, you're yeah. never going to kind of go wrong. And that way you're benefiting because, you know, herbs and spices are very adaptogenic so they actually support your body to help mm. you heal. And then I would say have a lighter evening meal whenever you can. I reckon that has a massive impact on your sleep, which then has a massive impact on, on your next day. Okay. And that's a really easy one, and then do things like tongue scraping. So it is it's a four second job. Okay. And that you will basically look at your tongue in the morning and think, that's looking really healthy. I'm getting my good sleep. I'm obviously eating right. Oh, I can see the effects of drinking a couple okay. of glasses yeah. of alcohol last night.
0: And what are some of the simplest Ayurvedic recipes?
1: Golden milk. Tur- Have you heard of turmeric latte yeah. or turmeric? Some people say turmeric. turmeric yes. Yeah. Um, so that's based on the golden milk. So gold- The golden milk is a this thousand thousand year old recipe. Um, of enjoying spices in a very sweet form, like a milk, it's like, the, it's like Ayurvedic hot chocolate, I guess. Okay. And so um, you will enjoy that as like if you feeling run down, your grandmother or your mother would make it with tons and tons of ginger and black pepper to help dry out your lungs. Um, if you need grounding, you'd have some jaggery in there, which is like the Indian uh, kind of sugar, if, um, and some cinnamon because it's really warming Ooh. and things. And if you're, you need warming up, you'd put even more ginger and maybe some chilli in there and stuff. Okay. So, Any other recipes? Just a little bit of cumin on your soft boiled eggs, it's another way to kind of bring it in. And, um,
0: so herbs and spices? All those herbs and spices. What about li-
1: little snacks, like quick snacks, so you're not making a full-on um, would. I'd stick to meals, actually, okay. more than anything, but we've got things like Ladoo's. Ladoo's are the original bliss balls, so you know, all the energy balls. Oh, yeah, you've and got
0: coconut, lime and mint Ladoo. That's that
1: that was That's been amazing. eaten in India for thousands of years, mm. so they're good things to make ahead, okay. but um, I would say as well… Sesame, peanut, ginger and honey. <gasps> oh, really nice. good. Really nice. So I would
0: beware of snacking as a thing, okay. but yeah, when you need them, that's really nice, okay. or as a little dessert. I thought there were some amazing soups in here. Yep. And I just have to mention the tarka dal with grated courgette. Mm. I mean, how good is that? that sounds sound? amazing. It's so easy. And there are some really, really... You don't have to be a good cook. Honestly, yeah. I'm not
1: actually a good cook. I'm just, I'm a home cook who likes flavours and I want them to work for me. So
0: well. Judging by everything you've yeah. told us today, Jasmine, um, I think we all need a bit of pop my phone bread. Pop your foot. I think we all need a bit of Ayurvedic living in our lives. Um, oh, good luck with the book. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's wonderful, and thank you so much for talking to us today. I felt like we could have talked for hours. Oh, yeah. We did. I think we did. Yeah. So that's it for this week. If you have any feedback, then do email podcast at share And if you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. See you next week.